You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. It's March 26th, 2017, the 28th day in the month of Adar 5777, this coming Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, bringing us very close to the holiday of Pesach, just two weeks away. In Dafyomi Baba Basra, Samach Gimel 63. Today it's a bit warmer than it was... Uh, for the last uh, couple of days, uh, well, it's 40 degrees outside of our studios right now, cloudy, going up to a high of 44 degrees and rainy. And then tonight, rain, 41 degrees is the expected low. In Jerusalem, though, it's nice and sunny, and 68 degrees going down to a low of 46 and clear. Hope you all had a great Shabbos and a great week. It's good to see everyone back here and uh, hear everyone back here for another week. Coming up at 7.30, Rabbi Goldwasser with the morning chizuk. There will not be any news from Israel today. We're giving uh, Hannah Julian the day off. She is a bit under the weather. Uh, but we have a jam-packed show, a lot of music, and uh, a number of uh, a number of people will be joining us on the air this morning, including uh, Elliot Weiselberg, who will talk about today's basketball championships that will be aired live on the Nachum Siegel Network. And also we'll be joined by Cantor Menachem Bazian of um, the uh, of Congregation Shari Israel in Montebello, New York. And he'll be talking about a special Seder that the uh, congregation will be hosting this coming Pesach. Of course, that congregation is uh, also led by its esteemed rabbi. And that is, of course, our uh, official staff member, the uh, the official uh, fast day consultant Rabbi Alchanan Weinbach and uh, Cantor Bayesian is the uh, is the cantor of that synagogue and um, he will join us to talk about that. Very excited to discuss that with him. And uh, Naomi Nachman will be on in the second hour also, and she'll be talking about her brand new cookbook. We'll find out if there are actually any any left to uh, to purchase. I'm sure there are. They've been, they've been printing them like crazy. Uh, her cookbook, Perfect for Pesach. And uh, we'll talk about that and some of the yummy recipes that are in here and uh, have a couple of questions because we'll be making some of them for Pesach. So it is a uh, packed show this morning. We'll get the music and uh, and then we'll be here until 9 o'clock this morning. So thanks everyone for joining us. We're going to start off with, uh, with the Moshav. This goes back a number of years right here on JM Sunday. Thank you. 
بشیم آن کن بعانه لدعیت عینانی بشیم آن کن بعانه لدعیت عینانی لدعیت جنس بالل عینانی بال باکری لدعیت جنس بالل عینانی بال باکری لدعیت جنس بالل عینانی شمعون كم دعيتك كم أراعين الجواد أبا شمعون كم دعيتك كم أراعين الجواد لدعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا الولد لدعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا الولد لدعيت بليل الأسود أنت أبي وأنا
what have I become? When all I feel is numb to the numbers. That's all they are to me now. But I can't read the news anymore. It's all the same to me. Helplessness has washed me away, and I can't get back. I am lost without you. I need to be with you. How can I help ease your pain? Just tell me what to do. I can hear without you. Standing in the cold, how can I help ease your pain?
place of love, a city for all time. Joresh right here on JM Sunday City for all time. Before that, we heard from Parday's Blue Fringe, Lenny Solomon, and Moshav opened up our song segment following, of course, uh, Regish with Moda'ani right here on uh, JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Mata Swinegast with you here on the 26th day in the month of March, 28th day in the month of Adar, Rosh Chodesh Nisan takes place on Tuesday. The holiday of Pesach is soon upon us. Uh, so much going on today on the JM Sunday and on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Rabbi Yudin. Rabbi Yudin, no, I'm looking at this and I see Rabbi Yudin. We're going to go to Rabbi Goldwasser with Morning Chizik in just a few seconds. And right after that, we'll be joined by Cantor Menachem Bezian of Congregation Shari Israel in Montebello, New York. And we will talk about a, a very exciting Seder that uh, will be taking place at that congregation in a couple of weeks. Uh, and then I'll give you a lot more announcements and let you know what's happening on the show today and on the network later today. Right now it is time for Morning Chizok, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Lezecha Nishmas, Rav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizok. Good morning. Rabbi Chonon Wasserman explains that after 120 years, a person is not going to be asked why he didn't put on tefillin, why she didn't light Shabbos candles. Rather, they will be asked, why didn't you search for the MS? Why did you think that the world is Hefker, ownerless? Every country was founded on laws and statutes, which everyone who lives in that country has to abide by. One is not exempt from punishment because he didn't know the law. Imagine, says Rebbe Chonon, a murderer comes on his day of judgment, and he says he thought it was permissible to kill. Would you think the judge would accept such a strange argument? Of course not. Also in Shemayim, in heaven, they don't accept such an excuse. Avram Avinu destroyed the idols of Terech. He explained to him that the idols had fought between themselves. Terech told him they can't even move. And Avram Avinu then questioned his belief in this false ideology. Terach then took Avram Avinu to Nimrod, the king of Babylon, to be punished. Nimrod tried to influence Avram Avinu that he should worship idols, but Avram Avinu remained unmoved. He then suggested that Avram serve him. You are but flesh and blood, was the response from Avram Avinu. Nimrod then ordered that Avram be thrown into the fiery furnace. Because of the Mesiras Nefesh for the truth, Avram was Zoycha, that Hashem Bichvodova Atzmo, Hashem Himself, as it were, revealed the way that He should go on. Basia, the daughter of Paro, she also looked for the truth. She didn't jump into the fire like Avram Avinu, but she left behind the Tivus in the majesty of her father's home. Paro, constantly claimed that he was God. But Basia said to herself, How is this possible? Yesterday, you complained that you had a headache. What kind of a God is that? Paro's daughter went down to bathe by the river, and as she walked along, she saw the basket among the reeds, and she sent her maidservant to take it. 
Chazal explained that she went to wash herself off from the impurity of the idols. She went to find out where is Elohim Amiti, where is the true God. Rav Yaakov Galinsky explains, a person, even on the lowest level, can be zoche, can merit to find Hashem and revealed miracles if only we open up our eyes and see the Elohim Amiti, the true Hashem in our world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. It is uh, 7.35 in the morning here on uh, JM Sunday. It's the 26th of March, 28th day in the month of Adar, 5777. As I mentioned before, so many things going on here on uh, JM Sunday and on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll be speaking with Elliot Weiselberg later on in the uh, second hour. And uh, today, the... the, what is it today? Today is the, um, oh, here we go. <laughs> I have to make sure I have the right one. We have the uh, basketball championships that are happening today, and they're going to be broadcast live on the Nachum Siegel Network, uh, and it is sponsored by Manashevitz. That's starting at 1 p.m. There'll be the JV Championship between TABC and Mag and David, and the Varsity Championship between Heschel and Frisch, which will be around one thirty. So that'll be broadcast live, and uh, that's on NachumSiegel.com. So Elliot will be joining us to give us uh, the last-minute uh, information and up-to-date, up-to-date information on that. And uh, the broadcast of the games is being dedicated in memory of Nachum Siegel's father, Rav Zebra Yosef Halevi, and Elliot Weiselberg's father, Avra Menasha Ben Dovber Halevi, both of whom have their yard sites today. So that we'll discuss that with uh, Elliot later on. Uh, coming up at 8.15, we'll be joined by Naomi Nachman, who will be talking about her uh, brand-new Pesach cookbook, an art scroll publication that's perfect for Pesach. Passover recipes you'll want to make all year. So we'll talk about that. And uh, and then uh, looking ahead to next week, uh, we are going to uh, be joined uh, by uh, by Moshe Rosenberg, who is, um, who is the author of... Uh, <laughs> of a uh, very unusual Haggadah. It is called the Unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. So we'll talk to him about that next week, and I'll let you know about a uh, the book launch uh, that is com- taking place this week. Right now, it is uh, 7.37 in the morning, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves Chazan Menachem Bezian, who uh, is the Chazan of Congregation Shari Israel Montebello, New York. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome him, Chazan Bezian, Welcome to JM Sunday. Good morning. Shalom Aleichem. Aleichem Shalom. Thank you for joining us this morning. You are, as I mentioned, the Chazan of Congregation Shari Israel, which is located in Montebello, New York. And the rabbi of that congregation is one of our staff members, Rabbi Elchanan Weinbach, who is the uh, official fast day consultant, as we call him, for the Nachum Siegel Network, and he's been doing that for many years. He'll be on uh, with us, I think, in about a week and a half for the fast of the firstborn. But today we are going to be discussing with you a very special Seder, community Seder, that will be taking place at the congregation on the uh, second night of Pesach. Please tell us about that. Well, the the second night we have a community seder. Uh, we've been doing this for years. This will be my fourth year, uh, as my father would say in Yiddish, having the seder, leading the seder. And uh, we had a we have a very big relationship with uh, the Jewish war veterans. And uh, an idea came forward from uh, one of our uh, mispalalim who went over 
worked out with the shul that we're inviting Jewish veterans, not just members of the Jewish war veterans, but Jewish veterans who may have a problem uh, getting a, a seder of their own. Maybe they can't afford. So in in keeping with Kol Dichvin we're inviting them to be with us. Uh, they will join us for our, our seder. Uh, really, uh, I don't know how to lead a community seder. I lead a family seder, and everybody is, we all sit around. Um, last year, I think we had uh, some 40-odd people at the seder, and it's really like a great big family seder. We have a beautiful Haggadah. Uh, you just met. And I think we may have just lost Menachem, so we want to get him back. Uh, just give us a second. Menachem was about to mention uh, that... Uh, Let's just uh, make sure we get this. Uh, Menachem is about to mention that the Haggadah that is being used is the Dry Bones Haggadah, I believe. So uh, let me just see. We're doing this live on the air. We'll get it right back here. This is what happens with the live uh, production sometimes. So uh, let's just um, let's just see what we have. Menachem, are you there? I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that's okay. We had a. Uh, that's what happens with live, uh, you know, with live uh, broadcasts. That's that's fine. So, Cantor Menachem Bazian is is my guest here this morning. We're talking about the community seder that you just mentioned, second night of Pesach, Congregation Shari Israel in Montebello, New York, and you're partnering with uh, with whoever wants to come. It's a community seder, and in particular, Jewish war veterans. And you were about to say, I'll see if my mind, uh, you know, if I can I can uh, prophesize this. Now, you were about to say that you were going to be using a special Haggadah, namely the Dry Bones Haggadah. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a great story, by the way. Uh, I came across it uh, online once. We were using, I, I forget we, which Haggadah we were using, but it was just a plain Haggadah, which was beautiful. The, the Haggadah itself is beautiful, but... Mm-hmm. And I just love the illustrations on the Dry Bones Haggadah. Uh, of course, you know, as a shul and doing a community thing, we couldn't afford to buy Haggadahs to everybody, uh, but they sold it in PDF form. And I contacted the mm. Kirshens, uh, of course, that is the, the uh, cartoonist who does Dry Bones for the Jerusalem Post, uh, a great cartoon. Uh, and I asked them for permission to, if the shul could uh, reproduce a book based on the PDF, it would be a lot less expensive. And when they heard what we were doing, they said, 100%, no problem, go ahead. Uh, and we've been using this Haggadah. It's beautifully illustrated, and it adds a lot of uh, zest to the to the Seder. Yeah, Yaakov Kirshen is the uh, is the author of Dry Bones, and of course it gives a lot of pleasure to a lot of people around the world every, uh, every single day. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure that's beautiful. I see a copy of it, and, uh, you know, it is amazing to... To have there it also makes you know, I guess like you said you're you're leading the seder there and it's a it's not just a community seder it's a family seder but like every seder it has to be interesting and enjoyable and want people to ask questions and really get into the story of Passover uh, and I'm sure you do a phenomenal job as chazan because I happen to know you and know that you're a phenomenal chazan from a phenomenal chazan family also uh, so I'm I'm sure you're able to infuse the uh, the seder with with the tunes, with your voice, with your feeling, and uh, with this Haggadah, must make a great, uh, a great pairing. It, it's a lot of fun, and I'm also very fortunate. You know, the Haggadah, as I do it, the Seder as I do it, is what I learned from my father, Olav Shalom, who, of course, was a Chazan. Right. But um, I've, a lot of the Torah that I use comes from another person that we both know, Rav Chaim Wasserman. Mm-hmm. So some of the different Torah that he gave, and of course, uh, I Baruch Hashem have a library, have Agadas from 
with all different uh, commentaries, uh, Eben Ezra, Ramban, uh, Chassam Sofer, etc. And we use that to to put together a Seder that is interesting, that adds life, and questions are always welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, always welcome. It's always lively conversation to to understand and remember and bring forth you know, the, it, the Haggadah says that we each have to seek we have to look at ourselves like we, like we left Egypt. And we're supposed to celebrate our freedom as if we're just getting it that night. And we try to do it, you know, to bring it alive uh, with singing and with, with Torah and, and with a family atmosphere. Yeah, it's a... That, no, I'm go sorry, go on. No, I'm just saying that the we we want to we don't want people to feel that they're in a public seder. We want people to feel that they're at their own table. Right, exactly, and that's something that uh, that I'm sure will be beautiful. You know, <laughs> I mentioned before. You may have heard me mention that we're going to have uh, Rabbi Moshe Rosenberg on next week, and he just published the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. I don't know if you have that in your collection yet. <laughs> Along with the different. I'm going to have to get it. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to be part of the uh, the the luminaries you just mentioned, but uh, that is something. But you know, I have, I, this, I have this image of Moshe going to Paro and yelling "Expelliarmus." <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, I'll have to ask about that. <laughs> now. Uh, the, but you know that that's part of what makes Pesach so special, and you know it's the it's the most celebrated holiday uh, among the Jewish people um, of all stripes, uh, constantly every year, and it's a continuity. It's amazing to think about this continuity. Unfortunately, we're not we're not free yet, and we just have to talk about what happened then. And we always say next year in Jerusalem. But it's amazing the continuity over these thousands of years that this Seder has continued, and each year can be done in a different way. And this way that you're doing, uh, partnering with and inviting all the Jewish war veterans is absolutely amazing. Uh, to uh, to get in touch with um, the congregation, I have a number here of eight four five three six nine zero three hundred, and uh, I'm sure they can get all the information and. Uh, and make sure that there's a spot for them oh, if Marcus, they need to. I'm afraid I may have just lost you. No, nope, um, you're here. I think my phone just cut out. Oh, I'm can here. You hear me? I hear you perfectly. Can you hear me? Uh, no, I'm I'm afraid I can't hear you. Um, Maybe it's on mute. Can you you didn't, call me back. You didn't hit mute by chance, did you? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll call you right back. Okay. This is this is again what happens on live. Uh, and a lot of we're doing things. Uh, as I mentioned, the uh, place is Congregation Shari Israel in um, in uh, Montebello, New York, and uh, the uh, the rabbi of that synagogue is um, Menachem. Are you there? No. Yeah, let's see if we can get him back on. The uh, rabbi of the congregation is Achan Weinbach, who, of course, is our uh, fast day consultant here on. Um, the Nachum Siegel Network. And that will be taking place on the second night of Hanukkah. Uh, for, for information, you can call uh, area code 845-369-0300. And uh, we'll see if we can connect with Menachem again to finish up the, um, to finish up the interview. And uh, let's see if we have him on. Menachem, are you there? 
Huh? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. I tried calling you, you back. Yeah, I you, can, you can hear me now. Uh, anyway, we were just you. saying that the information phone number, 845-369-0300, to get all the information to make reservations. It's the second night of uh, of Pesach. And uh, and you're going to be leading the Seder. Will Rabbi Weinbach be in attendance at that Seder also, or will he be uh, leading uh, the first one? or? Uh, he will be leading. I believe he will be home leading mm-hmm. the seder at home. Uh, it, it, if I know Rabbi Weinbach, he's going to have a full table with oh, lots yeah. of other people who need a seder. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Chazam Menachem Beisian, I want to thank you so much for joining us here on JM Sunday. Uh, it is, um, I'm sure, going to be a wonderful seder and bringing in people from uh, all walks of life and and to to bring. I, I'm sure that if you just had the the Jewish war veterans who were there talking about their experiences, and I, I mean, just think about this now, and, and the commitment, of course, that they've given, and, and you know, the respect we give to them for, for what they've done, but the, uh, the situations they were in where they could talk about what freedom means, uh, you know, fighting for freedom, and, and I, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You're going you're gonna to have stories just from them to fill an entire Seder. I, I'm very much looking forward to that, and of course, our veterans, all of our veterans, deserve our our honor and our thanks for the sacrifice that they have made for our freedoms. But, you know, it's very interesting. I walk into the state with a little bit of a different attitude in terms of, you know, servitude versus freedom. When we had no freedom whatsoever, right. now, even in Golos, Torah, our acceptance of Torah has given us freedom. They can enslave our bodies. They can't enslave our spirits because Hashem has given that to us through the gift of Torah. Great words. And that is what we celebrate on Pesach all the way through to Shavuos. Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful words. Thank you so much, Chazim Menachem Bezian. We look forward to hearing about this, and, uh, and good luck. Hatzlacha. Thank you, and go TABC. <laughs> okay, you got it. All right, thanks again. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. As Chazim Menachem Bezian uh, Congregation Shari Israel in Montebello, New York. For information, call 845-369-0300. Back to the music. And uh, as I mentioned, we're not going to have news from Israel this morning. Kind of Julian is under the weather, so we're giving her the morning off. We'll uh, be joining. Uh, we'll be joined by Naomi Nachman at 815 to talk about her new cookbook. Here's Gabrielle Kahana on JM Sunday.
David Adashti with Bar Yochai here on JM Sunday. Before that, we heard uh, Gavriel Kahana with uh, Pateach. As we come upon the top of the hour, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, here on the uh, Nachum Siegel Net- Network. Uh, as I mentioned, we're not going to have the news from Israel today. Hannah Julian is under the weather. We'll give her off a week and uh, catch up with her next week. Today is the 26th of March, 28th day of Adar Rosh Chodesh Nisan, coming up this Tuesday. It's 40 degrees outside of our studios, going up to a high of 44 rainy degrees and uh, dropping down tonight to 41 rainy degrees in Jerusalem. It's 68 degrees and sunny, going down to 46 degrees and clear. Baba Basra Dafyomi Samach Gimel 63. And uh, coming up at 8.15, we're going to be joined by Naomi Nachman to talk about uh, her Pesach cookbook. Perfect for Pesach. Passover recipes you'll want to make all year. That's exciting. Uh, a couple of uh, a couple of other things. Here's a, here's a little blurb. What could a uh, school of witchcraft and wizardry possibly have in common with the most published book in Jewish history and the most celebrated holiday of the Jewish calendar? Comedian Elon Gold is wondering, too. This Tuesday evening, he'll be in conversation with Moshe Rosenberg, his former Rebbe, author of the number one Haggadah on Amazon, the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. The event will take place at 8 p.m. on Tuesday at the SAR Academy in Riverdale, New York. And uh, Moshe Rosenberg will be joining me next Sunday to talk about his Haggadah. His uh, unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. I've seen it. It's amazing, and uh, it is sure to be a um, sure to be a hit. Uh, is is chock full of, of so many things. So you know, I encourage people. Uh, I think it's it's on Amazon. It'll be in the Jewish bookstores. I believe some of them have it already. Others will have it this week. So you can pick that up in the uh, the book launches this uh, this Tuesday at Sar. Uh, so that will take place then, and uh, and then we'll be joined uh, later on today uh, by uh, Elliot Weiselberg. He'll be talking about the basketball championships that are taking place today, and they'll be broadcast on the Nachum Siegel Network. That's presented by Manashevitz. We want to thank our friends at Manashevitz for sponsoring the broadcast. It'll be starting at 1 p.m. with the uh, MYHSAL JV Championship between TABC and Mag and David. And uh, the varsity championship between Heschel and Frisch will be around 3.30. You can uh, check all that out at NachumSiegel.com. We have great programming, of course, all day long here on the uh, stream in addition to uh, to that broadcast. There will be encore presentations this morning, great music mix, an encore of The Core Report at 7 o'clock with Elliot Weiselberg, uh, an encore of this show at midnight, and... Uh, I also want to mention that the broadcast of the games today is being dedicated in memory of Nachum Siegel's father, Rav Yosef Halevi, and Elliot Weiselberg's father, Avram Menasha Ben Dovber Halevi, both of whom have their yard sites today. So that will take place. We'll talk to Elliot about uh, that later on. Uh, and uh, in just a number of minutes, we'll be joined by Naomi Nachum to talk about her cookbook. Here is Eif Simchas on JM Sunday. <music>
Michal Przansky with uh, Yerushalayim here on JM Sunday. It is uh, coming up on uh, 8.13 in the morning. We'll be joined very shortly by Naomi Nachman. We'll talk about her amazing new cookbook, Perfect for Pesach, and uh, and I'll ask her what else is going on for Pesach in her world. Uh, I wanted to remind you that uh, if you tune in later today, and of course stay tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network the whole day, and since you're going to be doing that, uh, you'll know about the Manashevitz presentation of the uh, JV Championship game today and the Varsity Championship bas- basketball game today, uh, and that will be hosted by Elliot Weiselberg. Elliot will join us later on uh, before the end of the show to talk about uh, those games and the presentation today exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. The broadcast of the games uh, is being dedicated in memory of Nachum Siegel's father, Havzeb Bar Yosef Halevi, and Elliot Weiselberg's father, Avram Menashe Ben Dov Ber Halevi, both of whom have their yard sites today. So uh, we will uh, we'll be eagerly awaiting that. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned before, Moshe Rosenberg uh, is the author of a the number one Haggadah on Amazon, the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. And there'll be a, uh, a book launch this coming Tuesday at 8 p.m. at SAR Academy in Riverdale. And uh, Moshe Rosenberg will be joining us next Sunday morning to talk about the Haggadah. Uh, you can get a copy of it, and um, it, it's, it's amazing. She had a few copies for everybody at the, uh, at the Seder. See, I'm getting my questions ready for Naomi. She'll be on with us in a few seconds. And uh, my thanks again to Chazim Menachem Bezian of uh, Congregation Shari Israel. He talked about the uh, the special uh, the special seder they're going to be having uh, and inviting uh, Jewish war veterans to join them. Uh, and yeah, it's been a busy morning this morning. So let's get to uh, let's get to our next guest. A member of the family, the Nachum Siegel Network family, and a great person, great friend. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to the airwaves once more Naomi Nachman. Naomi, welcome to JM Sunday. Hi, Matos. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, you are now a, uh, I mean, you've been a personal chef and you've been a caterer and you've hosted. Uh, kosher chopped, and you've you've uh, done presentations. You are now an author of a book, uh, and we were so excited to mention it a number of weeks ago. And I'm sure you're tremendously excited at this perfect for Pesach, which I'm holding my hand. Perfect for Pesach cookbook. Uh, it is beautiful, Naomi. It is absolutely beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, Thank you. I'm very I, proud. I, I, I really want to know, are there any left for people to buy? Because I've heard that they have literally been flying off the shelves. I mean, the, the stores right. have them. Uh, art Scroll featured it you know, in its catalog. It's an Art Scroll publication. It featured in the catalog that just came out a full page. You know, I, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. People have been buying it literally all over the world. I'm getting... Emails from people or pictures from people on Facebook or Instagram showing me that they're buying the book in Paris, London, Israel, Australia, um, Woodmere, Brooklyn, Lakewood. It's insane. Wow, it is. really insane. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're number one on Amazon right now. Yeah. Kosher cookbooks. All time kosher cookbooks. That, that is absolutely amazing. Uh and, of course, it was a lot of work. Miriam Pascal did the photography, uh, and it is beautiful. And I know you've talked about it, and I, I remember when you were posting this, that you know, this was done in, in a relatively, the, the, the photography at least, was done in a relatively short time. Um, the but, whole 
it, the whole book was put together very fast. Yeah, it's beautiful, though. I mean, I mean, they're just so mouth-watering. So let me ask you one question, though, before I forget. You know, we're trying out some of these recipes, and we're going to do them for, uh, for, for Pesach. By the way, you know, people have to buy two of these, you realize. One for Pesach, one for during the year. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, at least two of them, and they're great gifts to give out. Uh, so let me ask you a question there, Naomi. Let's get to important things here, okay? Uh, page 16, you have the... Um, you have the lachmajin, and uh, it's a cauliflower uh, base, I think it is, right? Is that right? A crust? So uh, yeah. let me ask you a question. Uh, can you use fresh cauliflower? Because you say you're frozen. You can use... There are tips. There is a tip, I think, later on in the book or maybe on that page, that what you do is you have to grate it, then you have to steam it, uh-huh. then you have to let it cool down, and then you have to squeeze it dry. So it's kind of like a few more steps than just using partially defrosted cauliflower. Okay, good. And See, it's already cut up for you in pieces. You right. Know, that, that, that's true, but, you know, yeah. like cauliflower. and so you, you can see you where can, the important... You can use you can use fresh cauliflower, and you have to check it. So however you want to do it, you just have to make sure, if you crumb, when it gets crumbled, that it's, you either steam it and squeeze it dry, or you can use a frozen and then just squeeze it dry. Excellent. One less step if you use it. Right, the you, way I have it. You can tell. You can tell why I wanted to have you on today. It's because I wanted to find out certain things. You know, yeah. instead of just calling you up, I could just hey. <laughs> and then let's see what else here. I mean, I, I was just looking through these. And these are amazing. You have an almond butter banana pancake. So one yeah. question that was that was actually asked to ask you is, um, can the batter be made ahead of time and sit like you would make a pancake batter and maybe? I've never. I've never done it that way. I would make it fresh because bananas go yucky. You know, they go brown. Hold on. That's a technical term that's on page 375 of your book. It's called yucky. Bananas go yes, yucky. absolutely. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Because of the yes. bananas, uh, the, the batter would uh, probably not yes, stay well. Sense. So I, w- I would only make it fresh. There's good. only three ingredients, you know, people. Right. You can make it fresh. <laughs> can't, can't, you don't need to prep ahead <laughs> for that one. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, exactly. So, so this is the excitement uh, of the year, obviously. But also, you um, are are known as the Asi Gourmet. You do catering for Pesach, and yep. right now, I imagine these two weeks are probably kind of easy for you. I know you're going to smack me for that one, but uh, no, no, they're, they're kind right. of because you've already done your catering, and you, you you're not taking any more orders for this year. So, I would tell everyone to go to what is it the AsiGourmet.com. And you can see the 2017 um, uh, menu for this Pesach. And, plan, and start planning for 2018. Exactly. Exactly what I was going to say. You can see what you missed, and you can see what you have to do for next Pesach. How many of the recipes that are in your book are actually available from catering for you? From you? Um, not that many, because a lot of the okay. stuff you can't do ahead. Right, true. Uh, but some of the true. stuff you can, you just have it. Right. Um, some of the stuff you can prep ahead, but, you know, some of the stuff you can't. And also, some of the stuff you can't make in volume that I have to make. Right, of course. I have to make. I have to make. I mean, you can make. You don't. You don't have to make this, but like a, um, the listeners. Have, but like I have to make thirty-one potato cookles. So that's a process. <laughs> right, of course. You know, of course. So, or twenty zucchini cookles. Or, right. You know, so you can make two, three in your house and throw them in the freezer. That's right. not a big deal. Um, but some of the stuff just. It's not. Pra- I can't make zucchini. The zucchini raviolis for customers. Right, of course. I can't make the pancakes for, for the customers. I just, 
There's some things they just can't, you know, some things they just have to make for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I can do most of the work for them. But, right. Um, yeah. And also, it's a, a question that when you're making what you make for catering, it, even though you may be making some volume, it, it still tastes like it is really homemade and... Uh, I'm sure, right. and, and it's good. That's the difference between coming to me and going to a takeout store is the quality of the ingredients. A caterer uses, and I'm not putting down anything, right, but they use different quality ingredients. They mm-hmm. use um, different oils, cheaper oils, because it's about a profit margin. For me, I charge you my time and the customer pays for the ingredients. Right. So I'm using the best of everything. Fresh lemons, not bottled lemon juice. Exactly. Fresh garlic, not garlic powder. Um, uh, what was the uh, kosher salt? I don't know if they use kosher salt as opposed to table salt. Right. Kosher salt is better for better tasting for your food. It tastes fresher. It actually has does not have a saltier taste, and the food just the food really is just elevated. Right. Of um, course. So I re- I really try to use the best of. Yep. Um, Naomi Nachman is with me this morning here on JM Sunday. Uh, the uh, cookbook is called Perfect for Pesach, number one on uh, Amazon. And the uh, again, the Miriam Pascal did the photography. It's beautiful. The layout is beautiful. Uh, you have all different sections here, the soups, the fish, the dips, the dairy, the desserts, the appetizers. Uh, and one thing that, that seems to be a, uh, a great thing about uh, this cookbook uh, is... These are things that families can do together. You can pick some recipes for Pesach or even, you know, not before Pesach. You can try them before Pesach because make sure you get them right. Uh, and, uh, and, and you can do this as a family. as a family project. It gives, uh, you know, camaraderie. It gives you something to do together, which is a lot Absolutely. of fun. People should really plan their Pesach menus together. And I know a lot of my customers do that. Like I have a, a lot, either customers or friends, they sit down with their families and they make a menu. Right. And I love that. I love that. The kids would love the cupcakes. They want the cupcakes. And the girls want the salads. I've got incredible salads you're going to want to make all year in right. the book. So, you know, the girls want the salads. The men want the ribs. Like, there's just so much stuff that everybody wants from something. And you plan it out together. So it's really nice. And it, don't forget, you know, you ask your own rabbi, but have a dairy meal on, on you know, in the afternoons or something. You know, like... Not everyone holds it that, but like if you do, like go lighter on the lunches. Or many, many people do. Want meat, eat a steak salad rather than a big heavy meal. So, right. you know, like try to balance it out, go for a walk, you know, walk off the food, drink lots of water. Right. Of course, drink lots of wine too. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I, yeah. love, I love my guys at Kedem and Royal Wine. Yeah, so, it's good. So. You know, I, that's something I, I don't think you have that for, for this year, but maybe in the future. Uh, on your website, a wine pairing to some of the recipes in the book. <laughs> that would be awesome to, yeah, to yeah, have. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I did think of it. I did think of it. Um, I do. If you do make the gravlax, I was. I actually had in the head note to drink it with um, cream malaga. Okay. And not sorry. I apologize. Cream malaga is the To drink it with late harvest. Baron Herzog Riesling. That's that sweet. That is my, one of my favorite wines, and nice. it goes really well with the Gravlax. Beautiful. If you are daring enough to make Gravlax, you should buy yourself that bottle. <laughs> That's right. It's worth it. It is well worth it. Uh, and, and also, the um, 
the methods that you have here, you take a look. They're not the 20 steps that you have to do. You no. Obviously, the prep is the biggest thing. The right ingredients is the biggest thing. Uh, and, you know, the kind of being... is the biggest thing. Right, and being, <laughs> familiar, being familiar with, you know, the, some of the processes. But that's where you learn how to do it. You try a few things. If it doesn't work out perfectly, you, you do it again. And you, I guess, figure out based on your own ovens and pans how long it really takes to get something to where it has to go. But... Yeah, you, know, right. you have ten steps. I think I saw the ten steps might be the most. And most of them, the average looks like maybe four or five. Uh... Nothing. Nothing was hard. Nothing was yeah. complicated. I took all my readers into mind when when I put the book together. When I did the recipes, what was too complicated? Pesach is a very busy time. Oh yeah. And I really wanted people to be able to make something really easy and really delicious. And it's really, nothing is complicated. Right. Really nothing is complicated. Has, I can't stress that enough. Have you received feedback yet on anything that seems to be in particular uh, exciting or, or that people may have tried already? Any, any you know, one or two type oh of recipes? Oh my gosh, I've had so many feedback. People are taking pictures of their food and sending it to me. I oh. actually made a collage uh, on Instagram with pictures of people that sent me with food. Um, of the food that they made. Oh, gosh. Um, the haroset salad. People mm. going crazy over that. Um, I can. I, I should look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Someone, someone even made for... Um, it wasn't even... Um, okay, I'm having a look. Hold on one second. Well, in the meantime, I'll tell you that the haroset... <laughs> I can't find it now. But the, people at the Southwestern egg rolls. Oh, okay. And it's, you know, it's a definitely like more of a Pesach thing because in the crepe recipe, it's got, it's a more of like an ale auction, like an egg auction. Right. And then you use that to make the filling. But people are making that already. Like, they're loving it. Exactly. And it's gluten-free. A lot of people with celiac have bought the book. Yes. Because mm-hmm. out, of, out of 125 or 26 recipes, only five have gluten. Right, which is exactly great and, and gives people the variety, what they need. I see the chorset salad on page 46. Now, uh, since it's uh, your husband's job to make the uh, chorset, does he make the salad <laughs> also? Um, well, we haven't really been around yet for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. I was going to ask you about that. But, okay, right, he right, could make right, it beforehand, right, you know. Right, exactly. I have been serving it as Shabbos dishes. Like, people come to my house. I'm like, by the way, everything's here from my book. And they're actually right. excited about that. Um, especially when I was doing, like, recipe testing and stuff. So people yeah. were super excited about that. But, yeah, hubby, hubby doesn't – he's not really around to cook. He's like, works like crazy hours. And then he, <laughs> so do you. <laughs> so do you. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I don't – I, you know – He's not really into cooking, and I'm like, you know, you do. You, he's very good at tidying up. Right. He's my, he's my tidy upper. So and I'm a messy. So he tidies up, and I cook. We have a good, perfect relationship. Excellent, excellent. Congratulations again on the cookbook. Uh, now, um, I was going to ask you, yeah, where are you for Pesach? You just said that you're not going to be home for Pesach. Where are you this year? I am at, it's not too late, you can still book anyone who wants to go. Mm. I am at the Trump National Doral with Ram Caterers. I'll be giving cooking classes wow. and a Pesach program. That's very exciting. Uh, yeah. And uh, is this the... I've been there before. Yeah, you've been there before. and So you don't have to do, well, I guess you have to do a lot of cooking for Pesach, even though you're not going to be home. Correct. When I'm home for Pesach, I make four roasts for my clients or six roasts, and then I throw in one more for me by my own roast. Right. 
And then I make it, you know, make the marinade. I make more marinade and make one for me. But this year, the last three years, I've been so blessed to be invited by Rand Caterers to go down there to uh, Miami. And we are going. And, you know, I don't I don't have to cook for Pesos for my family. Uh, that is excellent. It's a nice treat. Are you, which is uh, really nice. Will there be copies of your cookbook um, available down there? I actually sent a case of books. I have 16 books okay. that I put on the um, the truck going down to Florida from, from the catering hall <laughs> from up here <laughs> down, down to Miami. So there is one case of books. Excellent. And uh, will they be hand-signed if uh, people get them yes, from you there? if someone buys it, I will sign it for them. But I'm going to need them for the cooking classes. So. Right, of course. Ah, that's also true. Sure, of course. Um, you know, I just noticed mine isn't uh, signed by you. I have to take care of that. Yeah, because you got you got the you got one of the yeah. first Muttis. You got a press copy. I know it's great. It's you, beautiful. You, you know what it means, Muttis. You have to come to the Nach- next Nachum Siegel Network event, ah. and I'll sign it for you there. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I will try my best. I don't know when that is. We'll have to check with Miriam on that one. Yeah. We'll uh, have to make one. We'll have to make one. Yeah, absolutely. How about a um. I know we can we can think of a lot of things, but anyway, uh, again, my thanks, Naomi, so much. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I, I oh, know thanks. that. Uh, thank you for having me, Matt. I always love schmoozing with you on the air it, and, and off there. Pleasure. Thank you. I appreciate that. Same here, uh, and I encourage everyone to go out and get at least two copies of this book, <laughs> uh, and uh, make sure it is absolutely sold out. So you get another uh, you get another printing that has to come out of this. It's an Art Scroll publication, Masora Publications. It is beautiful. And I want to wish you and your family a happy Pesach. I know it's a few weeks earlier, but I don't know if we'll have a chance to talk. So Two weeks to go, Matthew. Yeah, I know. Two, two weeks, weeks to go. <laughs> two weeks to go. And uh, tomorrow night is, uh, two weeks from, what is it? Two weeks from tomorrow night is the first Seder, right? So. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm going to California to tape a morning show about the book. Wednesday, Thursday, before oh. paper. Oh. I come back Friday morning, and then Sunday morning I'm going to... Miami, oh. so I, it's a I, I was wrong. You don't have an easy time these few weeks. You have a very <laughs> difficult schedule. Thanks again so much for joining us. And oh, uh, thanks, Martin. Take care. everyone. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Naomi Nachman here on JM Sunday. Uh, I love talking to her. It's great. And uh, this cookbook is amazing. So we thank her so much for doing it and, and congratulate her on that. Everybody should go out and get it on Amazon. You can order it and have it in the next day or two. Order a couple of copies there. Uh, it is uh, 8.31 in the morning here on uh, JM Sunday. We're going to be joined by Elliot Weiselberg shortly. And uh, now, in the meantime, we're going to go to more music. What do we have up? We have up a Schlockrock selection, Emuna, here on JM Sunday. <laughs> Paving the way for us all Taking the land, making a state Freedom was their call But they knew they were a link in the chain This was more than just winning a war They were holding on tight to generations of people Who tried countless times before But the weapon they used to be fun with the fight Helped them carry the prayers, the hopes and the light Was the fact that they all from their fathers who fought them the law. 
Ani Mamin from Eif Simchas here on JM Sunday, 8.42 in the morning. Uh, we have 18 minutes before we end the show. It's been very busy this morning. Thank you so much to the listeners who have uh, who have uh, joined us this morning and who have commented on the app. It's great to uh, see things on the app. I'm sorry we couldn't get to as many of the requests as um, we were asked to do, but... Uh, but we'll try to pick up some more next week before Pesach. We have two Sunday shows before Pesach. So we'll get some more Pesach music. Uh, one of the listeners, YMK10, YMK10, actually, I guess, um, commented, Naomi, I have your cookbook. It's the best Pesach cookbook I ever owned. Beautiful. Thank you to M.M. Sinensky. Nice interview. Thank you so much, Malky. Appreciate that very much. And uh, as I mentioned... Earlier, uh, this coming Tuesday night, there's going to be a book launch, the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. Uh, the event will take place at 8 p.m. Tuesday at the SAR Academy in Riverdale, and Moshe Rosenberg is the author of that cookbook. It's number one a cookbook, <laughs> number one Haggadah on Amazon, the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah, and he'll be joining us next Sunday to talk about the uh, talk about the uh, Haggadah. So that's taking place this Tuesday at SAR, and then next Sunday he'll be on the air with us. It also gives me great pleasure to be joined this morning by the one and only Elliot Weiselberg, who is our official uh, sports person here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Good morning, Elliot. How are you? Good morning, Matt. You're really racking up the uh, network stars today, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, you're you're certainly one of them. Uh, I mean, what what you brought to the network in terms of uh, the the sports reporting that so many people are interested in uh, is amazing. We thank you for that. Uh, and today is another special day, coming off the heels of last week's broadcast of the uh, hockey championships. Um, today is the basketball championships of the Metropolitan Yeshiva High School Athletic League. MYHSL, and why don't you tell us what's going to be uh, on today's schedule on the Nachum Siegel Network? Well, first, if we make this any more of a habit, we may have to talk to Nachum about a, a JM Sunday uh, in the AM uh, sports update. Ooh, well, so, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, if you do a, like a 30-second spot or a, a minute spot of wrap-up, so let's say during the season of, you know, if there are any, I don't know if there are any Saturday night games uh, when it's earlier uh, uh, certainly, you know, between Tuesday when you're on with Nachum and the rest, we'll we'll put that on. That'll be great. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Let me mark that down. The next meeting, we'll we'll talk about that. I'm just honored <laughs> to be able to be on your show two weeks in a row. Thank you, really. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's my pleasure. Yes, today is the MYHSAL JV and Varsity Basketball Championships, as you said, coming off the heels of last week's hockey championships, for which we had our very first broadcast. And, and that was amazing, and it's a thanks to Manashevitz, who presented that broadcast, uh, and they are, again, presenting today's broadcast. That is correct. With Pesach coming up, you know, the, the brand name, the one name that people recognize for, for all their Pesach needs is Manashevitz, and we're so thankful that they have, that they have agreed to, to be there along for the ride with us for another week. Absolutely. Now, um, tell us about the... Uh, the teams that are playing today, I think I, if I have it right here, the 1 p.m. game is the JV Championship between TABC and uh, Mag and David. Is that right? That is correct. You have two teams that are so close in the standings. One was the champion of the East, the Mag and David Warriors. One was the champion of the West, the TABC Storm, both at 9-1. and one. Both, uh, both really deserving teams to, uh, to, to be in today's game. 
Wow. Did uh, either of them have the loss against the other? Actually, no. Um, the way the scheduling works in, uh, in JV, there are only 10 games, which is less than varsity. They only have one crossover game. And so it's, it's sort of like, uh, a, it's not really randomized, but the odds of getting a team from the other division, uh, any one team is one in, one in nine, one in 10. And no, they each actually faced other teams. TABC's one loss, however, was to their Eastern Conference opponent. Ooh, wow. Funny to okay, and uh, the 3.30 game, the varsity game, which will be about 3.30, airing on the Nachum Siegel Network, is between Heschel and Frisch, and how are they paired? Uh, this is actually a, an amazing dynamic matchup. You have two teams from the West. They played twice this year. They split their meeting. Mm. The first game that they played um, in Heschel, Heschel took that one by a handful of points. I think it was six or seven. And then the return game in Frisch, Frisch actually um, ruined Heschel's <laughs> uh, potential undefeated season Whoa. by knocking them off in, in Frisch, really jumping out to an amazing start, scoring 42 points in the first half alone, which is unheard of in Yeshiva League play. Wow. Yeah, you know, the the excitement has been building uh, f- uh, with with this for for this for a long time. Obviously, even today, I had uh, Chazam Menachem Bezian on before talking about a seder at his uh, at his congregation, uh, and 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 at the end of it, when I mentioned the uh, uh, this the, the the games today, he goes, you know, go TABC. So it's like infused every part of uh, people's lives here, which is uh, phenomenal and and very very important, I must say. Well, now. I, 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 was, I, yes. was talking to, I was talking to Nachum, um, uh, when Nachum came back, Nachum was in Israel last Sunday, uh-huh. and the first thing he talked about was how, was how amazing, how strange it was when he was in Israel to see school alums looking at their phone, you know, for right. extended periods of time last week during the hockey championship. So right. really different areas together. Absolutely. Now, I do want to mention that the broadcast of the games, which we said is being presented by Manashevitz, it's being dedicated in the memory of Nachum Siegel's father, Harav Zev Brav Yosef Halevi, and Elliot, your father, Avram Menashe Ben Dov Ber Halevi, both of whom have yard sites today. So we certainly um, remember them and commemorate this to them, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a great... I'm, I'm sure you feel... I don't want to say proud. That's not really the right word for, for this on the yard side. But, you know, that connection that you have to your father, that you were able to dedicate this to his memory today. Well, I, about an hour ago, I finished saying Kaddish at Shachris. It, it's, there, there's a special meaning to having a day where there's something important going on, but also having it connected to something like that. I mean, my father and I were extremely close, and he was one of the reasons why I got into coaching into sports. He he was a great motivator. He was he was a he was a great influence on my life. And part of the reason why I'm involved in sports today is because of him, because of all the all of the the um I guess the, the integral parts of who I feel I am, wanting to sort of instill that in the next generation. So this is sort of my thank you back to him. It's it's very ironic, but it's also very you know, interesting to see how the day sort of pairs up. Absolutely. And we know from, from the history of uh, J.M. and the A.M. of Nachum how uh, his father was so influential uh, to, to Nachum and to the community at large 
uh, you know, it was an amazing presence in the rabbinic community. And, uh, you know, today's his yard site, and we all remember that day nine years ago uh, when this happened. So, you know, it is, is very fitting to, to put this together here and have that. Uh, well, so, I, you know, thank you for for that, for mentioning that and for dedicating uh, this day to that. It was it was it was honestly an easy choice. There's like uh, without without Nachum putting his faith in me. Uh, what was it? Five six years ago, three four five years ago. I don't even, at this point it just it's all melded into one. You know, Nachum gave me the opportunity to live out one of my, you know, one of any sports geek's biggest fantasies <laughs> to actually get behind a microphone right. and to be a part of something. Absolutely. And today it's sort of like you know the last. Sunday and today are a culmination of that, actually being able to bring a live broadcast, you know, via any medium right. to the public, to be able to be trusted, to be that person, to, 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 be the, to be the guy to inform everyone about what's going on. It, it's, it's any sports the extreme. All right, absolutely. Uh, Elliot Weiselberg is with me this morning. I asked you this question last week about the, about the championship games as to whether there were any repeats, uh, wh- whether there could be any repeats, whether there are any teams that played last week in hockey that had been champions the year before, and you had said no, it would be all brand new, which, of course, it turned out it was. What about this year uh, between TABC, Mag, and David, Heschel, and Frisch? Uh, were they any of them champions last year? Well, yes and no, okay. and I'll explain that in a second. In JV, JV, we have two new teams. We have TABC, who has actually never been to a basketball championship, JV or varsity. Really? All, with such a powerful team, they've never been to a championship? It boggles the mind, but JV and varsity, this is going to be their first championship appearance in basketball. And Mag and David has been there before. Mag and David has been the last time they were in the championship was in 2010-2011, which they won. Ironically, ironically, last year's uh, last year's champion Frisch um, uh, bowed out to Mag and David in the last round, and because of that, we had the opportunity, or we have the opportunity, to have Frisch JV coach Dovey Foreman joining us on color commentary for today's junior varsity championship. Dovey has been the champion. Dovey was the coach of the championship team for the last two years. So, because Frisch before this year was the was back-to-back champions the last two years. So, uh, it's really our gain, although we'd rather have not done it at somebody else's misfortune. Right, but, right. But uh, we get the gain from his knowledge and experience, and I can't, I can't wait to do that with him. Okay. And, and in terms of diversity, yeah. when, I, when I said yes and no, uh-huh. because Frisch... In the varsity, the juniors were members of last year's JV championship team. So while ah, okay. the team won't be there, there will be members of last year's first JV team that will be playing for first varsity today. Okay, but uh, technically speaking, the, there is no potential repeat within the two divisions. No, that is correct. There is no chance for any one team to take home uh, the same trophy that they took home last year. Wow, so there will be another uh, crowning. Of uh, you know, so I got that word "crowning" in there, right? Because of the the you know the crown trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crown trophy is uh, they're going to be hosting that. Oh, I by, okay. Let me so let me finish this thought. There will be uh, brand two brand new teams never before hosting the uh, the crown trophy award for uh, championship. Yep, crown trophy still hard at work making the amazing trophies. It was there last week? 
the the trophies were literally right in front of me. And oh, wow. Today, it's, you know, Mike, Larry, the entire crew, great job. And, you know, this is this is their time of year, and they, they love it. It is it is popping at their shop. Right, absolutely. You should, uh, did you post pictures of that last, uh, last week at all? Oh, unfortunately, because we were so busy with the broadcast, I didn't get a chance to. Um, maybe today with a little more time or with more people taking pictures, be able to post. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but there were pictures, and we, I will look to get them uh, hopefully up uh, if I can. Let's see if there will be the opportunity. Excellent, excellent. Well, we look forward to it. It is starting at 1 o'clock today on the Nachum Siegel Network, sponsored by Manashevitz. It is uh, the MYHSAL JV Championship starting at 1 between TABC and Mag and David. And the Varsity Championship between Heschel and Frisch at around 3.30. Go to the homepage, www.nachomsiegel.com, and you will be able to uh, participate if you're not able to be there. But, oh, by the way, where is it? Oh, it, uh, of course. How did I forget to mention that? I'm, I'm actually, your, the, the timing of last week's show was so, last week's interview was so fortuitous that I just pulled in to Lawrence Middle School. I just pulled it right in front of the Max Stern Athletic Center at Yeshiva University. Oh, wow. We didn't even mention that. It's not, it's not here. The Max Stern Athletic Center. So both both games will be taking place there, right? Correct. Excellent. Oh. You might find it crazy that I'm pulling right in there now for a 1 o'clock game as opposed to last week at 11 o'clock game. But there's a lot of work to be done, and we're looking forward to it. Before, if I can, because I mentioned because I mentioned the JV, uh, the JV uh, partner. Yeah. But what... For the varsity game, I want to mention that I will be joined on the air by Flatbush coach and honestly one of the most popular people I've been around, uh, Gus Kennedy. Wow. Gus, is, Gus was a member of last year's finalist, the Flatbush Falcons, and uh, and they had one of the most amazing games in the quarterfinals with the Frisch Cougars, who are in the championship, uh, just a few weeks ago, a buzzer beater, a heartbreaker or Flatbush, a buzzer beater game for Frisch. But Gus Kenny, I can't think of anybody who was better suited to talk about these two teams. And uh, very looking forward to, again, doing uh, the JV game with Coach Foreman and the varsity game with Coach Kennedy, two of the best minds in the basketball league. Excellent. I wish you lots of luck today. Enjoy it. And uh, I'm sure we'll hear a wrap-up of it tomorrow morning on the JM and the AM. So, Elliot, thanks again for joining me. And... Uh, just enjoy the day. Thank you so much, Marcus. Hopefully you get to tune in for a bit also. Absolutely. Last week was great, so I'm looking forward to it this week. Appreciate it. Looking forward to living up to the standard. <laughs> Take care. Have a good day, Elliot. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Elliot Weiselberg here on JM Sunday as we get ready to wrap up the uh, the show. My thanks to him for talking about the, the basketball championships taking place today and... Uh, it is. Uh, it's great to listen to. You listen to it in the background. It's very exciting um, to hear it, even if you're not into the sport as much. It's just exciting. You know what's happening there. You have you have teams from different schools around the area that that have been building to this, and uh, it does create a tremendous amount of excitement without uh, without question. Um, I wanted to let you know about uh, an announcement from the Kosher Culinary Center in um, in Brooklyn. Uh, very excited to announce that uh, they're going to be opening, I believe it's May 1st, an amazing uh, kosher culinary center. That's the name of it. Uh, and there will be classes, uh, courses, professional courses uh, for for chefs. Um, so much going on there. You can go to their website, kosherculinarycenter.com. Chef Avram Wiseman 
is the uh, head of that, and it's going to be amazing, I'm sure. Uh, so that's going to be starting up right after Pesach. We hope to have Chef Avram on the air with us. And the uh, phone number for contact to register for classes is uh, 718-338-1110. So uh, that is definitely something to look forward to. And uh, next week, as I mentioned, we're going to be uh, joined by Moshe Rosenberg, who is the author of the unofficial Hogwarts Haggadah. And uh, there's going to be a book uh, launch, a Haggadah launch about that, uh, this coming Tuesday at 8 p.m. at SAR Academy in Riverdale. My thanks again to Chazim Menachem Bezian for joining us this morning from Congregation Shari Israel, talking about the uh, Jewish War Veteran Seder that they're going to be having there. Uh, rabbi Elchanan Weinbach is the, uh, is the rabbi of that congregation, and he'll be joining uh, the network uh, in a couple of weeks to talk about uh, the fast of the firstborn before Pesach. He's our official fast day consultant. So thank you again to Chazim Menachem Bezian. Thank you to Naomi Nachman for joining us. Wish her luck on uh, her uh, her new uh, cookbook, Perfect for Pesach. And again, thanks to Elliot Weisberg for joining us this morning to talk about today's basketball championship. Keep it to the Nachum Segal Network all day long. We'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday. <laughs>